0: Hello listeners and welcome to Retrospective Replay, a serialized podcast taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Resident Evil 4. With me tonight is Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, of course. Happy New Year to all.
1: Although well, it is a bit far into January to be saying Happy New Year, but I mean, this is the first podcast of 2022.
0: It is. It is our first podcast. When this comes out, it will be January 31st. So it is like really, really late. Okay. Let's see some of the more eagle. Eagle-eared? Can you be eagle-eared? If you can be eagle-eyed, what can you be eared? What can you hear well?
1: Something like a... I don't Bat. know what can hear well. Uh, bats, I guess, can they hear well?
0: Oh, I, I don't know. I that don't idea. think
1: so. I think that's more sonar.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's go with eagle-eared. Some of the eagle-eared listeners there might have noticed the new intro theme, which we quite, which we quite like, don't we? Yeah. A bit more, bit more retro, a bit more gamey, a bit more 8-bit chip tune. And also, I have, from the start, the intro, I have dropped the seasons bit. I'm not going to call them seasons anymore. I think it's quite selfless to it. You know, we just play a game. We talk about the game. We move on to the next game. Yeah, I, yeah. but in a season, because then people might think, oh, I should listen in this order. And there's no real order. You know, you listen to whichever game in whichever order you want.
1: Yeah, there is no logic to what we do.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah,
1: I mean, you don't have to play. What was the first game?
0: Favorite Story. Story.
1: That's the one to understand the
0: Resident Evil 4. That's it. But playing Resident Evil 2 would help you give a little bit of understanding Resident Evil 4. Not a lot. Just a bit.
1: What was Resident Evil 3 then?
0: That was Nemesis. That was with Jill Valentine from the first Resident Evil.
1: Is she the one who Mila Jovovich, or whatever her name is, in the movie of Resident Evil?
0: Was that that no, character? No, She's a brand new character. Mila Jovovich, she plays a brand new character. You, They don't tend to put at least they didn't at first they didn't put them the proper capcom characters in because okay. i was i either heard this recently or read this recently but if you put in the capcom characters into the films they are not allowed to die it's part of the agreement oh okay the, i mean Jill Valentine was in one of the resident evils or more than one of the resident evil films i've not seen the last i don't know how many has there been has there been like 6 or 7
1: i don't know i've saw one of them and it was terrible
0: I have seen four, five, I don't know. And on one, it was Jill Valentine from Resident Evil 1 and 3. Okay. And five. She's in five as well. Um, but in five, she gets like this mind control device put on her, even though it's not on her head. It's like on her chest. It's like, it's like a scarab with a big purple okay. gem. Anyway, she was wearing that in the film. But no. So, like was said, if you played a bit of Resident Evil 2, that would help. But. Not, not massively. To be honest, I mean. Well, I think both. I want to play
1: the next. I think I want to play the new game because I quite, I, I quite like this from the little bit I've played, and I think if I might play the village after this. Yeah, yeah, because it looked interesting, but I was like, nah, I've never played any Resident Evil, but this seems, this seems enjoyable.
0: Well, this one was probably the first, the first one that they did. Where they, they, well, it was the first one that they did when they totally changed it up. One, two, and three and code Veronica and Zero. I think that was all that was out by then. All had yeah. fixed camera angles. You know, like Dino Crisis. Yeah. Actually down Crisis camera was a bit more dynamic to be fair. It would chase you down corridors and things. But this was yeah. the first one that yeah. had the over the shoulder cam. This um, is a,
1: that's a bit of a pain.
0: It is a bit of a pain in terms of the controls. The controls aren't that fluid. It's like it's almost tank controls plus. It's not quite tank controls and it's not quite proper third person controls it's somewhere in the middle and it's a bit they were still finding the feet with it yeah um but we'll get into all that later i suppose uh let's see so i just want to talk about background of the game this originally came out on the gamecube and i bought a gamecube specifically for this game because i played one two and three okay. and i played code veronica i'm sure it was out before this probably was yeah because it came out in the dreamcast and the dreamcast was like 99 98 mm-hmm. on me Ninety-eight, yeah. ninety-nine, something like that. So I would played like four Resident Evils by this point, and I really wanted to play Resident Evil Four. Cool. So I bought a GameCube, and I've still got the GameCube, and I've still got this game, and it's the only game I have on the GameCube still. You know, some seventeen years later.
1: Did you never get any other games? No. Nope. Okay.
0: I was tempted to buy the buy the new. I was tempted to buy F Zero GX. I think they call it, but I don't know how much it costs on eBay. Oh, Need right to check right. that out. But then I need some electronics to be able to play my GameCube, so it's not exactly straightforward because now televisions don't have the correct Skart. inputs. Yeah, don't have a SCART on my television. That's or very retro. Composite or anything, nothing like that.
1: Yeah, SCARTs, you can't do a SCART. Although you can do a SCART to HDMI, I think, can you?
0: You still need a box to do it, though, because scout's an analog single. Yeah. Um. So you need, you need a little box of tricks to do it, which costs, you know... 60 70 quid starting then you're really better didn't. off
1: just playing it on steam
0: you really you want well for this year but fc rock on i was just going to mention my first memories of this game like i said i played on that and i do remember bits and bobs but i've played about two hours of the game so far and there's a lot that i didn't remember and there's bits in the game that i thought were much further on that i to the start it is. it's kind of like, I remember, it's still very fun. I remember the very start of the game. I remember the the Merchant, if, you, if you've if you got that far yet, which we'll not get to tonight, but we will next week. And I played this game through, oh, I don't know, 20 times. I'd unlocked guns. I mean, the the one I remember, it's called the Chicago Typewriter. And hey, you've seen The Mask, yeah? Uh, the film with Jim Carrey? Yes. And then, you know, he's doing the balloon animals, and he gets a Tommy gun with yeah. their, like, a, um, like, what do you call them? Them round magazines, like the mm. extra magazines. Yeah. It basically looks like that's a Tommy gun with like a round magazine. And I think it's infinite ammo and it just absolutely mows anything down the touches. It's brilliant.
1: How many times do you have to play through it to get that?
0: Oh, I can't remember. You might only have to play it through maybe it's a couple of times. I can't remember how it works now. I can't remember if you have to do it in time. So if you have to do it, you have to save money up and you carry your money through new game plus. I really can't remember. Okay. But I'm sure we'll learn later. Right, okay, so I'll just mention socials, as always. Twitter at Retro Replay Pod, Facebook, retrospective replay podcast, Gmail, retrospective replay, gmail dot com. Been a bit quiet on Twitter lately, to be honest. Um, not much to, to talk about, but you know, with us not recording anything, but now things can, can pick up again anyway.
1: Yeah, and the other thing as well about this game I uh, is that there's a there's a version on Steam, the HD version, which was released in 2014. I think that's what we're playing. Yes. But somebody's been working on a project for forever. I think it's something like seven years since this came out. Yeah. To have a complete rework of the textures and everything, so mm-hmm. I think that's coming out. That's a free project, I'm pretty sure. So if anyone was thinking of playing playing through it, I think that's going to be released.
0: Next start of, of february day, isn't it well, yeah like uh well i mean we're recording this end of january but it's like um second of feb isn't it i think second of
1: february i think yeah i think it's uh yeah the first wednesday in february
0: yeah i'm gonna try not to play too much before then so i can install it and experience like the second half of the game uh, yeah like i this. mean even
1: things like writing and stuff on on tablets or whatever plaques it's all of that stuff is reworked so that looks kind of cool
0: yeah, I saw the website, and I think it, I thought it did look quite cool. So I am quite excited to try it, really, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it seems quite cool. I mean, it seems to be a labor of love by these people, to fans yeah. of the game, to, to spend that amount of time on it. So.
0: Seven years, long time. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll dig it out, and I'll put it in the show notes. Cool. Right, so I guess we'll start with the game. So I see we're playing on Steam, so we'll steam up, because I didn't really want to have to buy a box to play it on the... The GameCube or the PlayStation Two, you know, it was three pound in sale, so a bit of a no brainer, wasn't it? Yeah, I would see.
1: I'm using an Xbox controller.
0: I'm also using an Xbox controller, my trusty 360 controller, which yeah. I've had for a long time and still works.
1: Well, I bought one because my PlayStation controller got terrible drift, so instead, I was just like, I'll buy an Xbox one and use that for playing on PC.
0: So we start the game, and you get the classic Resident Evil voice when you hit a New Game.
1: Resident Evil Four.
0: And uh, what did you select? Normal or easy?
1: Easy, because I'm more interested in the story.
0: Same, you know. It, it, it's hard enough to get through this and write an episode every week, so yeah. I don't want to have to spend. You know, I don't want to keep dying and having to replay bits. I just want to get the story.
1: Although even though it was easy, I still died a few times. But
0: I'll tell you why I died. I'm probably
1: sure you can work out where I died.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, so we go straight into a monologue of Leon and the music end of Umbrella plays. Leon says, 1998, I'll never forget it. It was the year when these grisly murders occurred in the Oakley Mountains. Soon after, the news was out to the whole world revealing that it was the fault of a secret viral experiment conducted by the International Pharmaceutical Enterprise, Umbrella. The virus broke out in a near-mountain community, Raccoon City, and hit the peaceful little town with devastating blow crippling its very foundation. Not taking any chances, the President of the United States ordered a contingency plan to sterilize Raccoon City. Uh, I can't remember what it showed in the intro, but did it show a bomb going off, an atomic bomb? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what happens. President um, Evil 2 is Leon. And Resident Evil 3 takes part of the same time. It's actually it takes it takes part a little bit before Resident Evil 2 and a bit after Resident Evil 2. So Leon and Clay escape through like an underground train, I think, and Jill in Resident Evil 3 escapes by a helicopter in the watch it explode. But yeah. With the whole affair gone public, the United States government issued an indefinite suspension of the business decree to umbrella soon stock prices crashed and for all intents and purposes umbrella was finished six years had passed since that horrendous incident so we cut to present day and leon is in the back of a cop car and he's looking out the window and two police are driving him the music the drive slash first contact plays leon's monologuing still and he explains to us that he has received special training via a secret organization working under the direct control of the president, and to his assumed responsibility of protecting the new president's family.: Actually, um, do you know there's a there's a new CG. Resident Evil series on Netflix? Did you see that at all? Like, no. like pictures or anything oh. no. all? And, and that's set after this because uh, I think he breaks in, and saves the day and everyone's like, "Oh, he saved the president's daughter." so it's, you know after this game. Is it that's only a new thing, is it? A couple of couple of months ago maybe, like two? Right. Not long. Okay. Not long at all. So then the police start talking to Leon and ask who he really is, and he replies to the men, telling him that they know what this is about. And his assignment is to find the president's daughter. And then they mock him, ask him if he's all by himself. And Leon makes fun of the officers saying that he doesn't believe they came along to sing campfires with him. But then again, maybe they by, did. Yeah. Yeah, come, come by home, <laughs> isn't it? That was actually foreshadowing, though. He's
1: like, oh, I didn't come along to sing together at some Boy Scouts bonfire or campfire mm. or something. Yes, when, it is. It, later on.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, yeah, of course. <laughs> Never thought of the foreshadowing there. I think I picked that up elsewhere, but not here. The officers then tell him it's a direct order from the chief himself and that it's not a picnic. Then Leon scoffs, telling him that he's counting on them and we fade the black. As he fades back in, the car stops, and an officer gets out to relieve himself, but then someone is watching from the trees. Leon starts the monologue again, and he's thinking, It was right before I was about to take on my duties of protecting the president's daughter when she was abducted. The ultimate reason I'm in this lonely and rural part of Europe, according to our intelligence, there is reliable information of a sighting of the girl that looks very similar to the president's daughter.
1: That somebody looking uh, from the trees was very much kind of like have you seen deliverance or the hills have eyes, those kind of things, for example, yeah. the, the mountains.
0: Yeah. I've seen I've seen the hills have eyes, I think, but I've, I've seen bits of deliverance. Everyone's seen the banjo, haven't they? The, yeah, the banjo. Batland Banjos, that's Banjos, what it's called. It continues. Apparently she's been withheld by some unidentified group of people who would have thought my first job would be a rescue mission. So is the cop still taking care of business? Someone's watching him and he gets suspicious but chalks it up to his imagination. He gets back in the car and we fade out. Fading back in after a long journey, the car's going over a wooden bridge and stops at the end. Leon has told one of the officers that the village is just ahead and he says he'll go to check it out. Then the what of the officers say like, "Oh, we we'll wait here. We don't want to get any parking tickets and good luck." When you get out of the car, the radio beeps. And he gets out his radio and he puts it with yeah, like he's talking on a phone. Yeah. But then when it opens there's up it's got like two fold out screens. Mm. So that's a bit funny. But there's a woman on one screen who introduces herself as Ingrid Hunnigan, who says she'll be the support on this mission. Then Leon, is he trying to flare with her here when he says, somehow I thought you'd be a little older.
1: Mm, maybe. She's no mailing.
0: She's no mailing. He then identifies the president's daughter as Ashley Graham. Hunnigan confirms that and says she's a daughter of the president, so try and behave yourself. Leon scoffs at this and says whoever the group is, they sure picked the wrong girl to kidnap. Hunnigan tells him she'll try to find more information. Leon says, good, talk to you later. Leon out. So we get some gameplay, and we're on a forest path with a car behind us. Um, You can turn around and talk to the officers, and then they just say, like, I can't remember what they said, but you said just something like, did you forget your makeup or something?
1: Oh, I didn't go back and talk to them. I just continued on.
0: Sorry, I've got it wrote down. He says, one says, you forget your makeup or something. Then the other one says, what's the matter? Did you lose your nerve? And then if you run back over the bridge, he then says, not that way, cowboy. And you just get turned around and you have to go that way. I noticed how loud the stream was like here. Yeah, you know, as you walk towards the house, it fades out. But So there's only one way to run. We move forward and then you get a very small cutscene scene where someone is looking at Leon through some storm shutters from a lone house. Was a truck blocking the way. When you click on it, it tells you maybe it belongs to one of the villagers around here. So there's only one way to go, really, into the house. And as you get inside and you go around the corner, fully unannounced, I might add, he just walks in, doesn't he? Yeah. I in mean, on top of this guy. Like, the guy's obviously annoyed. And I'm not surprised. Once he's walked in my house, I'd be like, what the hell's this about? So Leon attempts to talk to a man who's just watching him. And he approaches him with a photo of Ashley and asks the man if he's seen the girl. And the man replies to him in Spanish. And he says, like, I- I'm not going to try and pronounce Spanish. I've got some English translations here. And the guy says, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. The man then picks up an axe and swings at Leon, who dodges it, shouting freeze. So it goes back to gameplay and he pulls out a gun and we shoot him. So as soon as he goes down, you get a small cut scene showing the truck moving away. And some men get off it and they're shouting in Spanish. And you hear a crash, I think, and I assume it's crashing the police jeep. I think so, yeah. I think they rammed a police car. I think so. Um, Leon gets back onto the Radio O'Hunigan, and he says, tells him it was a local hostile, and he had no choice but to neutralize. Uh, and there's other people coming. And she tells him, get out of there and head towards the village, take whatever measures necessary to save the subject. So straight away, it's just like, it's just no holds barred, isn't it, from them?
1: Yeah. They're just all out for blood.
0: So back to gameplay. Two men are shouting at us in Spanish, and the music, Ganado 1, starts to play. And this is going to play every single time we get into a fight with the enemy, so... I'm not going to announce it, and I'm not going to mix it in all the time, because it's...
1: It's basically the scary music that happens, and maybe you know there's trouble.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and the, to be honest, the music's also almost a bit anxiety-inducing, to be honest with you. When you hear it, you're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. If you examine the body, he actually says uh, he's not a zombie.
1: Well, it's just good to know.
0: And then if you go under the stairs, there's loads of skulls with maggots crawling them. And it says, looks like they've killed a lot of people. Obviously... Making it so it's justifiable that we just basically killed a guy for. For being annoyed that you'd come into his house. Exactly. He was defending his property and then we've shot him dead, but it's all right because he was a serial killer, so it's fine. If you go upstairs, there's some 10 bullets and now we need to get outside. You can do it two ways, I suppose. You can jump out of the window at the top or out the window at the bottom. But when he goes through it, he just, he dives through it so sort of dramatically, doesn't
1: he? Yeah. So jump out the windows.
0: Yeah. This is really traumatic about it. So it's not much. Game gives us two enemies to take down. What you'll notice because the controls aren't super slick and fluid. I mean, you can't run and shoot at the same time. You have to stop. You know, classic Resident Evil. So the men will run at you, but then they'll probably will walk once they get within what would you say about five six meters?
1: Yeah, they go kind of slow. So if it wasn't, you couldn't play it. You just no. die all the time.
0: Yeah. So it makes it easier to take them out. So we take them take them out, and now. You know, I should have went back to where the... Um, I didn't do it. I should have went back to where the the Jeep was. I, I think I'll find that out. I'll pop that on a patch note and find out what happens if you run back towards the Jeep.
1: The Jeep might not still be there, though.
0: No, it might not be. I'm just wondering what what happens when you do it. So though we carry on further down, and we hit our first save point, which is quite nice. Um, you
1: save on typewriters.
0: Yes. we that, that Classic Resident Evil again, you always save on a typewriter. Uh, on the first Resident Evil... You'd have to collect ribbons. I think, pretty sure you had to collect ribbon, like ink ribbons, to use the typewriters. So, right,
1: oh, so you couldn't save unless you'd saved up and got some of the ribbons. Yeah, oh,
0: it made it really difficult. Well, not really difficult, but I mean, you had to, you had to really, you know, choose when you wanted to save. I'm pretty sure I'm not making that up.
1: Yeah, well, I remember at games where you had one, or you had lives, and then when your lives were gone, you were dead and the game was over.
0: I have seen a video on that the other day, actually on Twitter, if you're playing Mario Brothers 1 and you lose all your lives, you die. If you hold A and then press start, it puts you back at the same world where you die. So if you died in World 4-1, I think this video was on, the guy dies, loses all his lives, holds A, presses start and puts him back at World 4-1 with all his lives. So it's basically a continue, an undocumented continue feature in the original Super Mario Brothers.
1: That they never told anyone about?
0: Nope. I've just learned about it now some 30 odd years later so after we save you hear a dog whining and a bit further down you'll find it in your path in a bear trap so you've got three options you can help it you can leave it you can shoot it so full disclosure i was turning the game off because i I just saved so i shot it
1: why you shot the dog
0: to see what happens yeah but it's not canon because in my actual save i helped it but I want to see what happened if you shot it. And what happens is it just runs away like you saved it, but it does it a lot faster. So okay. it's, it's a quick way of saving a dog, I suppose. Oh, I went and just saved it. I I saved it as well in my proper my proper playthrough. I'm pretty sure if you save it though, it comes back later on to help you somehow. I Can't remember where or how, but I'm pretty sure it reappears. Did you walk in any of the bear traps? I did once, yes. I, I, okay. I think I walked into that one. No, was it that one? Did you reset it? I definitely okay. walked into one somewhere.
1: So what happens to you? Just a lot of health or you do get stuck?
0: You get stuck and you have to bash the button okay. to get out. Um, I think it was the next bit, actually, because once we go further forward, just around the corner, there's another enemy and there's some tripwires and a bear trap. And I think I accidentally walked into this bear trap the first time just before i turned it off um but when i reloaded i didn't and i just lured the guy i think i shot one bullet at him then i lured him to go through the tripwires
1: okay those tripwires are i mean no one's going to run through those
0: just the enemy (laughs) yeah just the enemy so we carry on down the path and takes us back over the river again or some bridges and past some small sheds i'd call them i guess. Just like little wooden wooden buildings,
1: yeah, sheds or shacks or yeah, stuff like that.
0: and these tend to have boxes in. You can throw them with your knife, and you know you get various pickups, ammo, health, and money. However, eventually, it doesn't take long until we hit a door with an insignia on it, and it's an insignia we'll be seeing a lot of. We go through the door, Hunigan calls, and it's a fourth wall-breaking conversation about her sending us a playing manual. So then Leon stops. And he gets out some binoculars to look at the village and he looks into the village and what does he see?
1: Well, there's a bonfire with one of the policemen is on a hook in the middle of it. They're burning him.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like the League of Gentlemen. We didn't burn him. (laughs) I've never seen it. You've never seen the
1: League of Gentlemen?
0: I've seen bits of it. I I could never get into it.
1: Yeah, that's the weird one where they're in... um, the shop in Royston Vasey, yeah, and it's that weird. Shop yeah, this people. is a local shop for local people. And then and
0: it had the guy that was all blackface as well. Yeah, but the, the, that
1: was one of the things, like this walker or something went missing, and then the police were looking for him, and they came into the shop, and she was like, we didn't see him. We didn't burn him. Obviously, did it.
0: Yeah. That's but right.
1: yeah, this poor policeman, even though, you know, he, he's he got roasted.
0: Yeah, so yeah, he does get roasted. And I don't think you get much to do here, really. I think you just have to cause a disturbance yeah, and start shooting. Because if you try and go where the map says you go, you run into some people anyway, and you can't not. I don't think anyway. Maybe you can. Then they all come for you. People start to chase you. And if you run into the big house in the middle, you get a little cutscene where Leon barricades the door. And then we see a guy start up a chainsaw. Okay. And... You can now push the game then restart and you can push a bookshelf in front of the window downstairs. So if you go upstairs, they will start putting ladders to try and get to you. See, I didn't do any of that. Did you not?
1: No, I ran in, I shot some people. Then I ran around to the other side of the village and I got to the church that had the weird sign on the door. Mm -hmm. Then I shot some more people. And then I ran into a tower and I went up into the tower. And then a bell rang when I got to the top of the tower and then everyone went away. I didn't get any of the. I went into the house afterwards that you talked about that you could push the, the uh, drawer or dresser or whatever in front of the door, but I, th- they were, everyone was gone by that point.
0: Right, okay. I did I, I knew you could go in the tower, but I didn't... Well, I knew afterwards. I totally forgot that you could do it. And I went in the tower afterwards, but um, I just did that. I got on the roof. With so the I didn't see shotgun. any of the
1: chainsaw guys or anything.
0: Ah, right, okay. I think the chainsaw guys would kill you in one, one hit as well. I think they chop your head off. Okay. Pretty gruesome. Um. so yeah, took up the defensive position and just took people out until the bell rang and then the bell rings and all the villagers leave and one of them clearly says out Lord Sadler then Leon scoffs and says where's well, everybody going? Bingo? Well, I, I don't understand the point of that line
1: Again, it's the whole how these guys are he, there's all these murderous people around the place but he's got the kind of jokey attitude Yeah, I'd be like, you know it's not soiling myself. It? Exactly. No, it's like Rick in Dino Crisis. There's these dinosaurs going on, killing everybody, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not as bad as Rick, not quite. No,
1: not as bad as Rick, but...
0: So then Leon gets on the radio to Hunnigan and tells I he have some bad news, that he's confirmed the body of an officer and something's happened to the people here. Hunnigan then says that he needs to get out of there, look for a tower, and follow the trail. And he says, got it. So now we can run around and you can just go into each house and find some items, really. There's ammo, there's money. I'm, at the, I mean, we're in Spain, so it says like P-T-E-S. I'm assuming it's going to be pesetas. Uh, I, I guess know. so. Before the euro. Uh,
1: I think the, the Spanish currency before the euro was...
0: It was not pesetas. Spanish I pesetas. Was,
1: I think it was peso. No. What the hell was it?
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pesetas, is it not? Maybe it was Spanish. Per
1: oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is
0: Spanish oh, for same that, Yeah,
1: Quito, that's in Portugal.
0: The 2002 was used. Yeah, so yeah, we got the items. Um, and then if you go into one of the houses, there's an alert order, and this has pictures of Leon with the following text. Recently, what well, what I don't understand is why everyone's speaking in Spanish, but yet the text is written in English.
1: That's a that, that's a common problem with games, though.
0: I assume it is. I mean, unless Leon can speak Spanish, but I don't know.
1: Somebody's complaining about that as well on the war zone, the new war zone. It's set in World War II. It's some island that was taken over by the Germans, but all of the science and writing and stuff is in English. Hmm. So.
0: Yeah, because if Leon could speak Spanish, surely you would have asked the guy in Spanish who the girl was. So yeah. I'm assuming he doesn't speak Spanish. So anyway, this is in alert order to all the spanish people in english so work that one out anyway it reads recently there has been information that a united states government agent is here investigating the village i mean considering he just got there 10 minutes ago this alert order is pretty hot stuff
1: yeah somebody knows
0: unless they're just on about when he landed in the country and then he was gonna go to the village but i don't know that just seems to be too too that was the information just seemed to be too soon right Do not let this American agent get into contact with the prisoner. For those of you not yet informed, the prisoner is being held in an old house beyond the farm. We will transfer the prisoner to a more secure location in the valley when we are ready. The prisoner is to stay here until further notice. Meanwhile, do not let the American agent near the prisoner. We do not know how the American government found out about the village, but we are investigating. However, I feel that this intrusion at the particular time is not just a coincidence. I sense a third party other than the United States government involved here. My fellow man, stay late, Chief Batora's Mendez. So then, if we check the map, there's only one way to go now. There's only one door that's unlocked, and that takes us to the farm. So as we load up, the music, a strange pasture plays. And when we get on the farm, we are immediately presented in front of us as a blue poster and a blue medallion hanging from the tree. So when you pick up the poster, it says 15 blue medallions, 7 in the farm, 8 in the cemetery. For those of you who destroy 10 or more, you will be awarded, and the rest is illegible. So as soon as you shoot the one in front of you on the tree, it alerts all the people around the area, so you got to prepare to fight. But there's only about like 5 guys in total. So you take them all out, and then we can run around collecting some treasures and chicken eggs. And chicken eggs, they um, you can do two things with them, I think. You can eat them, and you can throw them at people. And if you throw them at people, they, like, splat on their face, and you can take them out.
1: But I'm assuming if you eat them, they fix your health?
0: They do, yeah. And I think the brown ones might give you more health. Okay. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think when I used a white one, and a brown one, I got a bit more health of the brown one, I'm not 100%. And but there's some treasures around here. So did you get the treasure that was the necklace above the dirty barrel of water?
1: Yeah. So you have to close down the barrel of well.
0: Yeah. I thought stick. you closed it and then you stood on top of it. No, you, I,
1: sh- mm-hmm. you shoot the stick so it falls down. Yeah. The lid.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, then how did you get? Uh, what I did is I did that. But then there was an enemy coming before I went to step on it, and then it got me. Then I opened it again, and then the stick was gone, so I couldn't reclose it. So instead, okay. what I did is I just shot the necklace and it fell into the dirty barrel of water, and then I just took it out of there.
0: Right, okay. So I shot the stick, it closes, and I shot the necklace and picked up the necklace, not in the dirty water.
1: No, oh, well, mine was in the dirty water, but I don't think it makes any difference.
0: It does, it does. It reduces, does it? reduces the value of the item, yeah. Ah, nuts. It doesn't matter, you, you get a lot of items and a lot of money throughout this game, so I wouldn't even worry. Um, and then did you go through the barn and then drop down the back to break the box and get the beer stein?
1: No, I don't think I got a beer stein.
0: So you go through, you go into the, the barn, out onto the roof, and then you can drop down to this little hidden area and push a little box out of the way. Then there's another box you can break, and there's a beer stein in there which has space for three gems, so you can put, you can set gems in when you get them to sell it for more money.
1: Okay, I didn't, just, I missed that
0: I think we, you, you, you can, you'd be going back past it if you want, so you can get it. Uh, so once you've got all the blue medallions in the area, like I said, they a seven. It's easy to yeah. find them because they're all marked on the map anyway. So, you know, they try to like, almost try to hide them, but they're marked on the map, so it doesn't really work. You go through to the next area, and as soon as you get through the next area, it triggers a cutscene and a QTE, a quick time event. So some gennados push a giant rock at Leon and you have to hit the buttons to sprint and then dodge. But my god, does he run quick, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Very quickly.
0: Yeah, ridiculous. But this brings us to the bottom of the trail where there's a short tunnel. And there's some what they call like spinels or spinal stones in the ceiling, and you can recover them if you shoot them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, spinal or spinal. They don't have any anything to do with than sell them, they've got another use, I don't believe. Once we get the end of the tunnel, the music, a ruined village plays. And it's an area with a few enemies, a lot of traps, and it seems that most of the enemies have, have explosives to throw at you. Have you managed to sort of shoot a guy? As he's going to throw an explosive, and then it blows up in his hand.
1: I did one of them. I found there were nine these guys to do.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because they throw the stuff with the controls, it's hard to get away so that yes. you don't get blown up.
0: You, do you know you got a quick turn? That's down an a will spin 180 degrees to allow oh, you to okay. escape faster so but if you go around the back of the house and then i went in with a shotgun and then took all the guys out yeah i tried to i, I
1: think i wasted some grenades as well here i probably should not have done
0: that fair enough yeah um, but once you've taken all the guys out there's a house at the back so that's where we have to go because that's the destination on the map and as it's approached you can hear banging from outside there's a padlock on the door that you have to shoot to make your way through, and there's various ammo, health, and mud and money as you're walking through. A couple of trap wires which you've got to shoot, otherwise you'll get hurt or die. Oh, have you had you died by this point? Because you said you would tell us. No. All right.
1: I died three times to the same thing. I <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you, anyway. We'll get there.
0: So then you go into what is like, I think it's like a living room area and there's a shelf in the way. So you push that and you carry on. There's a wardrobe which opens once oh, you.
1: Had you Did you speak about the boulder?
0: Yeah, yeah. The quick time event. Oh, I died to that three times. Right. Because it doesn't give you a lot of time. Well, this is the thing. I think I sent you a link to a patch, which and which I don't think you've installed yet, but that patch fixes the QTE timing. Okay. It's one of the fixes on it, so it's probably worthwhile installing.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, there was no time to do that. And also it changed. One time it was press A and X, and then the next time it was to press left and right trigger or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does change. But, yeah, there was no time. That's why I died. Right. Yeah, if you install the patch I sent you, then yeah, that'll make your life a lot easier. Okay. So if you carry on, there's a wardrobe, and when you approach it, it triggers a cutscene. scene. Leon cautiously opens the door, and a man who was bound and gag falls out on the floor. Leon tears the tape off his face, and the man speaks to him in a strong Spanish accent, rhetorically asking if Leon thought he was being a little rough. As Leon takes the ropes off the man, he asks if he's not like them. He tells him no, and asks the man if he is. The man rolls away from Leon and sits up. Making a joke, he states he has an important question, and it's that if Leon has a cigarette. replies no, but he has gum. Just as the men about to compose themselves... Two armed men come in the room, and they are followed by the village chief. Yeah. And this guy is massive, isn't he? He's huge. He's, also, a lot of the people look the same. Yeah, they do. They look like the same model. They're just copy and paste. Yeah, completely. But not the chief. But this, yeah, the chief is, like, about seven foot tall, big beard, bald. Um, yeah. I think this is the, the Bitoras Mendez guy who wrote the alert before. Okay. The man says, then, perfect, the big cheese. Leon asks him what, but then charges at the giant, and there's a spinning back kick. However, the giant catches Leon's foot and flips him up into the air with one hand. He falls down onto the ground on the other man, and they are both knocked out. Which leads us to the end of chapter 1-1. One, one.
1: And then you get some de- some scores?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your scores? What are your scores on the doors, George Doors? What is it? Hold oh, no, on
1: a second, I took a picture of it.
0: Can't how, what what are these uh, shooting stars? What's the scores? George Dawes? Something like that? Mm,
1: no, I don't know. The scores on the doors. Um, wait,
0: scores on the doors, yeah. Let's go with that.
1: It tells you his full name. It's Leon S. Kennedy.
0: Yeah, Kennedy. Is, Leon S. Kennedy. What does the S stand for? Oh, I don't know. Let's take I guess. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to go with uh, Scott. I'm going to say Simon. Anyway,
1: so at the end of this chapter, 1-1, one, one, I had a hit ratio of 85%. It is Scott. Scott, okay. I killed twenty seven enemies and I died three times.
0: You got what? Eighty seven percent? Eighty five percent. Eighty five. I got eighty six percent.
1: Okay. I killed uh, twenty seven people.
0: I killed thirty-six people and died zero. Well yeah, I died to the boulder three times. Right, okay. Well, so that's I know it's a bit of a short ish introduction. I mean if you can if you know this game well you can do that in about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, but it probably took me forty, thick end of forty.
1: I think it took me about that as well, maybe it took me a bit longer. i just getting trying to get used to the controls and stuff.
0: Yeah, the controls. I spend a
1: lot of time just trying to walk me around randomly and stuff.
0: The controls can be a bit difficult.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to do about, there's no mailing quotes, because his lady isn't
0: very interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have nothing to close the show off with right now.
1: Yeah, other than to say, you know, I mean, I might come up with something next week
0: what about a zombie fact or zombie zombie media related fact like well i don't know
1: that there's any zombies in this game yet though
0: i don't think there is but i mean you know historically resident evil has been zombies zombies yeah maybe i'll come up with
1: something about zombies then or mind controls
0: Or, or just horror just what about just the um the world of horror just facts about horror horror films horror games anything
1: what year did silent hill come out
0: Oh, 98, I'd say.
1: Yeah, because this is kind of the same. But I'd, I, mean, I haven't played it first since 1998, but the controls in that seemed were very different. Pretty sure. That Silent was on PlayStation.
0: Hill. Ninety nine. That was a, that was a scary game. game. It was a very scary game. Hence why I've never chose it for the podcast.
1: The same thing as well. Like you say, when you know that bad stuff is happening, when that siren and stuff comes the same to send a bad music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I, I don't think we'll be playing Silent Hill. I, I, this is the second survival horror game we've done, so I think next we're gonna have to choose something a bit more upbeat and light.
1: Yeah, something fun. I mean, there's lots of five fun games. But if anyone has any ideas what they would like us to to do,
0: yeah. Let us know. Well, we'll be we'll, we've got ten weeks of this probably. So anyway, it was good to be back. Um, I hope yeah. you have all enjoyed it, and we'll speak to you next week. Good night.